Welcome back to another episode of 20 is the New 30. I'm one of the hosts, Amelia. And I'm KJ. And I'm Michal. So I wanted to do part two of the home buying series today, but my two brothers are procrastinators and they refused. You're also a procrastinator. Also, I think you should be a bit more realistic. It is also 9 p.m., so it's almost KJ's bedtime. That's true. And, and your screen time is running up quite high. So Yeah, I'm at nine hours. It's time for bed. What? <laughs> That's not possible. Wait, more real. I'm gonna check it right now. More Wait. realistically, all of the siblings have travel plans that are beginning very shortly. Tomorrow, uh, in fact. Yes, for 4 a.m. for some of us, and then a little bit later for me. But we're all leaving, so we need to pause on the home buying instruction pedagogy and give you a little bit of a mini episode on travel. So we know that we got some very positive feedback on the home buying episode. Thank you guys for that. It was private feedback. I cannot say it on air. We are still looking for your reviews. Public reviews. Also, I slandered myself. My screen time was only five hours today, so don't forget. This episode is going to be about some of our travel tips. More, We did an episode, episode nine, about taking trips in general, but this is going to be a bit more specific. Sponsored to you by Clear. Are you interested in skipping the line? <laughs> no, I, I don't. I, I would not recommend it. We'll get to that. Go ahead, KJ. Okay, so this is a mini sode. Did you say that? I did. Good. Okay, it's just a mini sode, part two of Take That Trip. <laughs> um, I think we're drunk. Mini sode. My most baby sode. Pertinent advice or little tip if you're traveling is if you're in a desperate situation act desperate there's no reason by that i mean if you're low on time you messed up you arrive at the airport and your flight is leaving in 45 minutes you see a massive queue for security you have to do something about it what has been pretty successful actually angelica and i or just we came back from florida this last weekend and we were in that same situation and so what we did was we went to the priority security line you had to have business class we're obviously flying basic economy (laughs) and we just begged the woman who was looking at tickets and said hey our flight's leaving in 45 minutes can we please go through and she begrudgingly nodded and allowed us through and that line was much shorter than the economy security line everyone hates people that do that so i'm going to give an equation instead on when you should arrive to the airport because i'm always there four hours early counter him so if boarding no if your flight's at 8 a.m i give it 30 minutes before for boarding time so that's 7 30 then subtract another 30 for arriving to the airport so that's seven then give it just an extra hour just in case something gets wrong you didn't even add security into there no this is for security okay this hour is for security plus other messes mess ups so that's already 6 a.m and then maybe an extra 30 minutes just in case so 5 30 I think your life is a bedlam, KJ, and you're always late, and you're neurotic, Misha, and you arrive too early. So that's why, guys, I generally arrive like an hour before, and it always works out. So it's pretty chill for me. Things just fall in my favor. I try to be on time. I try. There's just a lot going on. Also, guys, I should footnote, it does depend on which country and region you're in. Americans generally are civil, and they will understand somebody in a plight, but... Some of our European friends know that Europeans can be. A I don't little know. Colder. I've had it both ways, where people are assholes and don't let you through, or they do. Desperate you, times call for desperate measures. It depends how good of a liar you are, because when I've actually been late for a flight and about to miss it, I'm like about to cry, red in the face, all my shit is everywhere. So it's obvious. So in short, if you walk up to the business class check-in, 
with your hands in your pockets and say, oh, my flight's leaving in 45 minutes. Can I just check in here? They're going to point the other way and turn you around. So if desperate times call for desperate measures, yet again, I'll say that. Yeah, but you have to be a good liar. That was my point. Yeah. Not yeah. a lot of people can do that. But you're not lying. Your flight is leaving in yes, 45 this minutes. Is this is your tip. <laughs> is your tip that people get there always too late? No, my tip is if you're running late, then you have to skip the cues. And oh, you have to okay. be determined. Okay, what if you're not? I thought you were saying a blanket always lie to get no. through the line. Uh, no. All right, your turn, Amelia. Okay, let's see. Mine. Are you done, KJ? <laughs> are, you, are you finished? <laughs> you want to just kick, you, kick me can out? Can you not... Can you not just preach what? anymore, KJ? Can I well, go down my list? Jumping the queue you had, is that it? Well, I'm just not going to say anything for the rest of the episode. I don't want to hear him again. <laughs> I was he, just asking done. if he was done. Okay, okay. Mine, I have a few, and it relates to packing. So first of all, I've seen some TikToks on buying a travel scale and Instagram posts and whatever, some ads even on buying travel scales. I think that is the biggest scam ever because the Eastern European way is... You get on a scale yourself, you see that you're 150 pounds, then you pick up your luggage, and you see that you plus luggage is 180, and there you have yeah, it. It's a common addition. I, I happen to have a scale because I got one for a work happy hour. It's a little plastic piece of shit made in China that you just wrap around the bag. But yes, I wouldn't spend money on one. Have you been bulking, Misha? 150? <laughs> yeah, you're pushing the numbers up. That was just the first number I thought of. Okay, next. <laughs> Socks into shoes. That's a hack because wow. socks and underwear take up so much unnecessary space so you can just shove them into shoes and then leave shoes for the end as well because you want all the clothes down first i've never heard of that that's actually super helpful thank you then next um what i do is so clothes first and then when i get to shoes i put socks and underwear in my shoes and then i also wrap up my shoes with plastic bags or something of that sort like never an actual shoe cover i think they're called because they're so stinky <laughs> yes no just because it's easy everyone has access to plastic bags they're probably somewhere in your house and then i also use that plastic bag later on as a hamper for wherever i'm traveling so that i don't put dirty clothes back in my bag i just put it in that plastic bag then you run into what the dilemma size? oh i have no idea why i was thinking of a ziploc bag okay continue <laughs> continue you do run into the dilemma so i would recommend taking an extra plastic bag because if you have Towards the end of the trip, you'll have all of your dirty clothes in that plastic bag, plus then your shoes. Nowhere to put the shoes. You're not going to put Nowhere your dirty... Put shoes. Yeah. Okay, and then the last tip that I have is the heaviest items should go on you. So I've had some ridiculous moments on airplanes. I've been in California wearing, like, double leather coats, Doc Martens, all of the jewelry that I own, carrying multiple bags, just the heaviest things ever on me so i don't have to pack them looking on. like a viking coming back from a raid yes and that was basic economy right yeah i mean obviously i didn't pay for carry-on so i had to scheme classic amelia all right mike guys i don't fit into this puzzle at all because my siblings are both flying basic economy all over the country they've got ah. they're late to the airport they're exclusive <laughs> so i had to come at it from an angle that i understand and it's more like know when to have sees comforts or not so for example tsa pre what's the big hoopla it actually is faster in my experience sometimes you know i was in honolulu once saved a massive three-room queue doing it 
Atlanta, I've been in a queue that's the TSA Pre. Everybody there has TSA Pre. So kind of figure where you might have to figure where, but I think overall it's worth it. It's situational. How much is it? So I think I have no clue how much the real one is because I have a credit card that has a $95 annual fee and, oh, I think it's 200 bucks. No, that's global entry because my credit card gives me free global entry if you have global entry as an American, you also have TSA pre and that's, it gives you, you spend 200 bucks, but it gives you $200 credit. I think that's a pretty common perk on those credit cards that have a subscription fee to have TSA pre as one of the perks, right? Yep. Yeah. Probably because it's subsidized somehow by the government. Um, cause I don't see how else they like make money on that. So it's situational really. It's hard to say what airports it's better for and which ones it's not. I did just find online that dozens of credit cards reimburse the TSA pre-check or global entry application fee yep. if you use that card to pay up front. There you go. Let's see how much it costs. Now, that other one sometimes you see people doing where it has like a weird circle logo clear is hot trash, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, you get through faster, but... Is that only for international flights? No, because I've seen you it. You can use it for everything, but it's so expensive. It's TSA, very expensive. TSA pre-check, I just looked it up. The application fee is $85 for five years. Oh, that's not bad at all. That's very cheap. Anyways, I'm saying you can spend a little bit of money sometimes if you happen to be like KJ running late at the airport. Other things, though, you know, the priority pass at airports. You guys ever use one of those? Nope. I don't think so, no. I've never paid for it. Me neither. I happen to have a one-year Amex Platinum thing, and I didn't even use it. So, but That I, was completely stupid because that was not worth it. My Amex Platinum was completely not worth it, yes. What was that, $700 annual fee? No, it was 500 at the time. They've raised it to 650 and they've added new things for the soft cucumber-eating, <laughs> martini-sipping sort, <laughs> like Netflix, I think, subscription perks and stuff like that. Peloton subscription perks. U- Uber Eats, uh, Euphoria for Life fan club. Well, you know, KJ and I go out of our way to avoid all subscriptions ever. Yes. To have the least joy possible in life. I mean, I happen to be there with you guys, even though I do like to spend a little more on Creature Comforts. I'm not a subscription guy i just don't think spending any money for airports is worth it i guess it depends on how much you travel but it's only like a day half a day of your life and I'm, i can be uncomfortable on a plane for four hours so guys my point was a little convoluted if i were a politician you wouldn't vote for me but what i'm saying is it's okay on some things to spend as a life hack to make your life faster and on other things embrace discomfort that's a line that particularly particularly resonates with amelia and i i believe amelia takes it to the extreme in episode nine, I think we, we touched on that. If you guys don't remember, go back and listen. And as always, we welcome your comments and feedback. So please reach out to us, leave us a review, and we will see you next week. See you. <laughs> We're not including